Ashbrook Soundwaves is a product of the Gaston County Schools Delta Fellows Program. All events described and opinions expressed in this podcast are based on our recollections and those of our guests, none of which are representative of Ashbrook High School or Gaston County Schools. All music used in this podcast is performed by Ashbrook's very own Caleb Davis and is used with his permission. Ashbrook High School is located in Gastonia, North Carolina. All right, I'm Andrew Collins. And I'm Trip Griffin. And we are here again today with Coach Darius James. Um, it's been a couple weeks. We had a, a really, really busy last week, so we didn't get a chance to sit down with, with Coach James. We're back today. And uh, Coach James, you realize we're heard in over 14 countries and 25 states now. We're taking over the world. Hey, getting big, getting big. I one like state it. at a time. <laughs> Slowly but surely. And we may give a couple of those time. back. We'll have to see which ones we got. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. International. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, we'd like to thank everybody that listened uh, to the show last time. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, the last two games um, very briefly because uh, I know Coach James' time is like gold. He... Uh, it's a very precious commodity. <laughs> um, so the Forestview game, a couple weeks ago, big rivalry win. Uh, yeah, what would yeah. you like to tell us about that? Um, going into that game, I, I thought and I told the team that, you know, that was a game that we had to have, um, you know, seeing that the next two weeks we got two uh, of probably the best teams in the state in 3A uh, with Kings Mountain and Crest. Um, I thought the kids were um, – focus for the game. Um, I thought we prepared well throughout the week. Um, in the game, um, I think we we left some points on the board uh, with some penalties and also just some missed assignments. Now, that was a, that was the low-scoring game, 9-7. Yeah. Yeah. 9-7 victory for Ashbrook in that one. And that, you know, you don't see a lot of high school games that low scoring. So the defense has evidently played well, and you say we left some yeah. points and, on um, the field. You know, for our defense, uh, like I said before, we were really young. Uh, for them to play the way they did against two of the, probably the best athletes in our conference with Jamarian Dawkins and Kamari Reed, um, and holding them under um, 100 yards was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, offensively, um, I think we we struggled a little um, with the with our run game. Um, we got on the board with our pass game um, with Carmelo Best going a touchdown on the pass. Um, actually, kicked a field goal, uh, which was Bailey uh, Wilcox's first field goal. Um, Go Bailey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was big. But, how far was that? Do you remember how? Uh, long I think was? it was twenty-four yards. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, that game, you know, we made mistakes, um, but they found a way to, to pull it out. And this, you know, kind of goes along with what I've been saying, how do we handle adversity? Well, sort of the opposite of the, the Barry game where you right. guys played so well, the big rushing numbers, the you still had the solid defensive numbers, but didn't get the victory. So right, right, it's, right. it's better to, to win ugly than oh, yeah. lose pretty. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so then we ran into a buzzsaw Friday yeah. night, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what about Crest? Um, so Crest, um, you know, number six in the state. I thought we actually we had a good week. Uh, Thursday kind of tapered off, which is an important day. Yeah, so going into the Crest game, I thought, you know, we prepared well. Um, you know, Thursday kind of lackluster, and, and you can't have days like that. So, and that's on me. Um, but going into the game, um, I thought our game plan was, was good. I thought... Um, the play calling was good defensively. I thought 
um, we were on the field too much. Yeah. Uh, and that's that that's on the offense. Uh, we got to put first downs together. A lot of people don't put don't connect those two things. Right. But a good defense is good when they have the energy level where it needs to be. Right. 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 It's, if you are out on the field for long, long stretches, I mean, great defenses get tired. Right. And, and yeah. this game, you know, the first game we had great rushing numbers, bad passing numbers. Second game, it was kind of even. Um, I think I think our passing game completions were better this game, but our rushing total wasn't there. Yeah. So we got to find a way um, to balance that out. Um, and I think it's just reducing what we have and then focusing on fundamentals. Yeah. Now I got to see some of the live stream from the Crest game the other day, and uh, the, our first two drives we were pretty successful in moving the ball down mm-hmm. – Fairly deep. I don't want to say deep. I don't. I don't know exactly where the first drive stalled out, but the second drive was right inside the thirty yard line. Yeah. Well, the first drive uh, we were on the twelve yard line and wow. fumbled. Uh, they picked it up and, and ran it in. Um, I think you know if we score on that drive, it's a different. You know, I'm not saying it would have been a, a totally different result, but I think you know it changes the dynamic of it. Oh yeah, it changes a lot of things. Yeah. It changes how that coach views the games. It changes what their defense does, what their offense does. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, with high school guys, emotion's a lot of it. Yeah. And I know that's one thing you try to coach. You've got to keep that in check. You want, you want to use that in a positive way, but it can't totally dictate the way you exactly. play on the field. Exactly. Um, so, and, and I think there's two, you know, we've been talking about adversity. We get down 35-0 uh, at halftime and come back, um, and we got three uh, turnovers uh, after half. So, it wasn't a fact of um, did we give up because they didn't give up. Yeah. Um, you know, they scored I think four, thirteen points in the second half. Um, so that that was a that was a something to build on. You know, yeah. we didn't give up. We just have to learn how to start football games and end football games. Excellent. Yeah. It was fun to watch. I mean, I enjoyed watching the offense. Um, you, you, you don't really know what's coming. Right, uh, and and, and to um, and it's not, you know, just particular to us, but we've changed offenses. Yep. Um, and this offense, it takes a lot of time. So, you know, going into it, I figured we hit our our, our spots uh, third or fourth game. Uh, just seeing how much time has been taken away from us. Uh, when we normally have 30 days before our first game, we had 14 yep. yeah. on top of two weeks of rain, which meant, you know, we were practicing in the gyms. Yeah. So, um but you know we 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 have to work. We have to get better, um, and and that's on me and the coaching staff. So, Chandler had a a bum shoulder back back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so his back was bothering Friday. I know, and from the, this is just going from the live stream. It looked like somebody else played quarterback. Some yeah. So in that Brand, first half. yeah. So Brandon Lewis played uh, quarterback. Um, actually had good completion numbers. Um, we got we have to get it to where he can manage the offense a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and and that's not his fault. He was playing receiver, uh, right. and it was a last second decision uh, to put him in at quarterback. Uh, this week he will start at quarterback. Okay, uh, we're gonna hold Chandler out. Um, maybe a couple more. I know um, Alex Woody um, got hurt, um, so we're waiting to see what's up with him. He uh, he's a receiver, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw a big. I think I think Brandon had a completion to him in one of the series that I got to see yeah. on the. 
on the live stream. But I, I thought, I thought, well, that's number six out there. It's not Chandler. Yeah. And he was still slinging the ball around yeah. and making yeah. completions. I thought yeah, he looked Brandon, good. Yeah, Brandon is probably one of our, of our best uh, total athletes. Um, you can put him anywhere, and he's, he can be uh, successful. So, Excellent. So do you want to talk a little bit about the practice players of the week? I recognize yeah, a couple yeah. of the guys. So um, with special teams, um, this kid, you know, we kind of kind of sucked at punting um, the Barry game. And he came in uh, to the Forestview game, and, I mean, he was booming them. Uh, I think he had two um, punts inside the 10-yard line. Okay. Um, another inside the, um, the 20. Uh, but – he came every day before practice, and he worked on it. And so um, we're going to give Diego Godinez practice player of the week for special teams. Um, the offensive uh, player of the week is Nathan Weber. Um, nothing changes with this kid. I coached his brother um, two years ago, and um, he's, he's just like his brother but even more <laughs> athletic. Yeah. Uh, he does it, everything that you tell him to do. Um, he busts his tail at, at practice, and he deserves it. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, the defensive player of the week um, is a senior. He's on our leadership council, um, has several offers from, from colleges. He's actually um, in Minnesota today at St. Olaf College, visiting there. Um, a kid that we look to to you know lead us. Um, he's wearing number five in honor of Cricket Smith, who okay. played at Ashbrook. Yeah. Um, and that's Jay Donsell. He's up in Minnesota. Yeah. uh, The school that he's at, man, is actually a great school, man. And a lot of people don't know, like, D3 schools uh, up north and Midwest are kind of like, you know, D2 schools and FCS schools here. Yeah. Like, you know, as far as their campus, um, the amenities that they have. Very cool. You better get used to the cold. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a, a guy that ran track here that went to the University of North Dakota, um, and I had spent some time at the University of North Dakota. And I told him, I said, "You better talk to some people and know what to wear." I mean, just just walking huh? to your classes, you know, during that early spring semester. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! All right, so we did get to talk to a couple of your. Um, players that are on the leadership council alex hammond and uh, nigel connor and uh we recorded with them the other day i'm gonna play just a little bit so we can uh, learn a little bit more about what this leadership council is so last week we told you we were going to learn a little bit more about the leadership council uh, that coach james mentioned and we brought in two senior football players to do this we have alex hammond and uh, nigel connor if you guys could say hello hello what's up all right. Um, first of all, Alex, are you Maddie's brother? Yes, sir, I am. You are? I am. Tell her I said hello when you see her. Okay, I will. What's she up to? Um, working, doing online classes for college. Um, yeah. She was a warrior princess on the soccer field, I want you to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. She was tough. She was very tough. Okay. So you guys are seniors this year? Mm-hmm. You paid your dues, ninth, 10th, and 11th grade? Right? Yes, yes sir. sir. And tell us a little bit about this leadership council that you guys are a part of. Okay, so basically it's like a group of people or a group of kids um, from all age groups and uh, classes. And it's the coaches pick them out based on, like, how well they were um, putting in work on the field or putting in work in the classroom. And they just pick the people that show leadership on and off the field. 
Okay. So is this just a uh, just the football team doing this, or is this like uh, school wide for different sports? Um, I would say it's just football, but I think this should be every sport. It could be something that could um, catch on yes, and be beneficial to every sport. So, do you guys meet weekly, every other week? Uh, what, what's the meeting schedule like? We um, meet every Thursday after football practice. Okay. And who is is it like just uh, student athletes in there, or there's a coach in there, or how does that work? Well, it's um, student athletes. Okay. We have our the head of the council, our coach Hayes. Okay. I mean, you do have coaches coming in here, like James. Coach James, he will come in just to sit there and speak with us, too. But Coach Hayes is uh, the top of all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the Leadership Council is exactly as the name implies. It's um, team leaders, and you guys are supposed to do things in a way that, you know, other team members can look up to you. And it's not just about the football. It's about what goes on in the classroom and mm-hmm. in your everyday lives as well. Okay, well, that's really cool. How has it helped you guys this year? Like, say when somebody has a problem with something, like, that's going on during practice or they're not getting enough reps or they're not um, – something's just not going right during practice, they can go to the leadership council and we can be, like, the messenger to the coaches so we can get things fixed so everybody's happy with practices and what we're doing. Okay. Right, right. And you really just you just have a voice. Now, I like what Coach James said. He put us on his leadership council to, of course, have a voice. For example, we can, you know, pick the colors we want to wear for a game. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Things like that. Very cool. So what are you guys going to wear Friday? Um, well, it's a weight game, so we'll probably be oh, all white. You have to wear your whites on a weight game, I wasn't thinking. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I mean, we can always change it up, though. It, it's all up to us, really. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I do feel obligated to say uh, you said pay your dues. Pursuant to Gaston County Schools policy, uh, no student has to pay to participate in athletics or uh, learning here in Gaston County Schools or Ashbrook High School in particular. So do y'all, So if, if kids are having uh, kids, if student athletes are having an issue um, in classes and stuff, they come to you as well? You, do you, like, I know we said this was something that you guys are, are examples, period, but do you talk to, like, if you see a student athlete kind of doing something they ought not to be doing, do you call them on it, or do you talk to talk to the coaches about it, like go through the council and talk to the coaches, or how do you address that? Well, if somebody's doing something on the field that they know they shouldn't be doing, mm-hmm. then as a leader you should be able to call them out and let them know that what they're doing is wrong. Right. But as far as, like, grades and stuff, um, Coach James uh, this year, they've had a good – good way of keeping track of students grades like in the past grades really hadn't been a big deal or a big issue like yeah you had to pass your classes to play but they didn't really keep up with it as much as they do this year like we have a grade check every week to make sure our grades are staying up to date and that we're doing good in all of our classes so we can like keep our eligibility to play and is that one of the things that you have some teachers helping with is that one of the things miss rimmer does miss rimmer yes sir okay and if she's on it she's on it Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so have you guys been able to tell that uh, Leadership Council has made a difference with yes. uh, maybe attitudes on and off the field, that kind of thing? Definitely, because like mm-hmm. Alex said, um, like our teammates should just come with us, see if they have a problem. We may say they have a problem with another teammate. They can always just come with us. We can meet with what we meet every week. So we can just talk about things that's going on on the field. Say if, I mean, a couple of players don't like how practice is going, we can talk about it on Thursday. We could change things up like we are like we already did. Like we have music now. 
okay. practice. That's mm -hmm. something that the players wanted. We talked about it. We got it. So it's just, I mean, things like, for another example, um, I would say our kickoff. First, we were swinging our hands before the ball was kicked. The players didn't like that. Talk to the coaches. We don't have it anymore. So it's just, it's all good. Like, I do like, do enjoy this. Excellent. That's, that's great because, I mean, then you don't have that undercurrent like where like, this is something minor that just boils up yeah. over time. But you get a chance mm -hmm. to actually vent it. I think that's wonderful. And I've coached for years and years, and I do know how, you know, discontent in one player can fester and it can become a cancer to the team if you aren't on top of it. But you guys are like the first line of defense. You can nip that in the bud before it grows into something. Right, you becomes know, a problem. Big, yeah. So that's really cool. We appreciate you guys and, and what you're doing with that. And um, appreciate you coming in here with us. Yeah, thanks, yes, guys. Always. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so what are we looking at this week, Coach? Um, I, We have to stop their run game. Um, this is Kings Mountain, right? Kings Mountain. Um, you know, they 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 are physical uh, on offense. They line up. They don't do anything fancy. Um, they have – you know, speed, they have size, uh, their quarterback um, can throw the ball. So it's, we have to play um, sound football on defense, um, attention to detail, read our keys, tackle well. Um, offensively, their defense is probably the best defense that I've seen in a while. You know, they're, they're, they're very aggressive. They lock you up, and, you know, that's – you know, with that, you have to uh, be fundamentally sound. Um, we got to know to pick up our blitzes. We got to know to, um, you know, where we're, who we're blocking. So those things um, are going to be vital if we want to be successful. Okay. First, uh, well, second home game, actually. Yeah. Right? Yep. The first one. And it's actually going to be senior night um, okay. for us. Yep. So we get to recognize the seniors from the football team, mm -hmm. cheer. Athletic, uh, athletic, athletic trainers. trainers yeah. Okay, well, very cool. And this will be the first one with the new COVID rules that will allow a few more people in the stadium. Right. Right. So right. tickets, I know that players get most of the tickets still. Are well, Do you know about when and where? Yeah, so have? I think Coach Eccles will be selling them at their school uh, in, at the gym lobby every day until okay. it's sold out. Okay. I'm curious to see how many people uh, fit in there. I saw on Football Friday night some of the stadiums across our area where – I mean, it, it looked to be about a third full, right? You know, and they and had it, people yeah. sitting in in pods, like families sitting together, and you know, each family was spread out. So it was kind of interesting to see. But so you saw pod people at the football games. I saw pod <laughs> people at the football games. All right, that's fair. <laughs> well, coach, we appreciate you coming in with us again today, and uh, want to talk to you about a big victory on Monday. Yes, sir. Uh, All that's, right. the, that's the plan. All right, I'm Andrew Collins, yeah, and I'm still Trip Griffin. James. Thank you guys for listening. Okay, so one of the things that we want to do while we're meeting with Coach James is to uh, relay some questions to him from some of the Ashbrook fans. And we did have some this week, and I, I completely forgot to ask him, so we had to come back in here and record this part. Um, so it's just me and, and Tripp, and uh, we've tried to find the easiest way for you to get these questions to us. And uh, what we've done is in the show notes, if you'll, you'll look at the show notes here, uh, we have a link to a Google form that you can use to fill out um, and ask Coach James a question. We'll make sure we get that on the air. 
Another way that you can get us questions, there's also a link to this in the show notes, is uh, by using a, a Flipgrid video. Uh, if you, you can do this from your phone, uh, click on the link. It's going to take you to a, a Flipgrid site. You can record a quick video, send it to us uh, with your question, and we'll try to get that on the air as well. We also, uh, in the show notes, put our, our email address. If you'd like to do it that way, you're welcome to email us a question. And there is also a phone number there where you can leave us a voicemail, uh, 704-899-4066. So we do look forward to getting your questions, and uh, if, if we get the questions, I promise I'll ask them next time. Uh, we did have a few that I, I completely forgot about, and Coach James has already exited the building. So that is a, that is true. And look, when, when you're listening to this and you're screaming at your, um, well, I was going to say your radio, but and you're like, why don't you ask him this? Because we didn't think of it. So if you think of a question that you think would be a really good question that you think we can get him to answer, send it, and we'll be glad to ask. For sure. Once again, I'm Andrew Collins. And still Trip Griffin. And Coach James is out. Yep. So we'll see you guys next week.